Hi everyone. Welcome to a special pre-release episode of Poetry as Meditation. Enjoy one of my favorite Halloween poems and tune in next week for the release of the first official episode. As always, don't forget to get your puppy, your kitty, your turtle, or your person, maybe a glass of wine or some tea, and enjoy. Hi, you found the Poetry as Meditation podcast, or PAM for short. This brief podcast provides you a moment to sit, to listen to a reading, to breathe, and to think about the color blue. Take a moment, get your puppy, your kitty, your turtle, or your person, maybe get a glass of wine or some tea, and enjoy. We're going to start by finding a comfortable position, either sitting or lying down. There is no need to remain perfectly still or stagnant. Make your goal to accept any movement or stillness you find yourself drawn to. We're going to start by taking a few deep breaths together. Continue breathing and imagine the air filling your lungs is the color blue. Imagine sending this blue air to every corner of your body, to the very tips of your fingers, to the ends of your toes. Imagine sending this blue air through your body and into the ground below you as you breathe in and out, in and out, in and out. As I read the poem, don't worry about trying to understand what it means. Perhaps you would like to be curious about what words or phrases stick out to you as you listen. Perhaps you want to listen to the tone of my voice as I read and simply hear the sounds. Perhaps your mind wanders off. That's okay too. This is a moment for you to settle, to feel your body relax to listen and hear whatever might come to you. Let's begin. The Undead by Richard Wilbur Even as children, they were late sleepers, preferring their dreams, even when quick with monsters, to the world with all its breakable toys. It compacts with the dying. From the stretched arms of withered trees, they turned. Fearing the contagion of the mortal, and even under the plums of summer, 
drifted like winter moons. Secret, unfriendly, pale, possessed of the one wish, the thirst for mere survival. They came, as all extremists do in time, to a sort of grandeur. Now, to their Balkan battlements, above the vulgar town of their first lives, they rise at the moon's rising. Strange that their utter self-concern should in the end have left them selfless. Mirrors fail to perceive them as they float through the great hall and up the staircase, nor are the cobwebs broken. Into the pallid night emerging, wrapped in their flapping capes, routinely maddened by a wolf's cry, they stand for a moment, stoking the mind's eye. With lewd thoughts of the pressed flowers and bric-a-brac of rooms with something to lose. Of love dismembered dolls and children buried in quilted sleep. Then they are off in a negative frenzy, their black shapes cropped into sudden bats that swarm, burst, and are gone. Thinking of a thrush cold in the leaves who has sung his few summers truly, or an old scholar resting his eyes at last. We cannot be much impressed with vampires, colorful though they are. Nevertheless, their pain is real and requires our pity. Think how sad it must be to thirst always for a scorned elixir, the salt quotidian blood, which, if mistrusted, has no savor. To prey on life forever and not possess it, as rock hollows, tide after tide, glassily strand the sea. Thank you for joining me today for Poetry as Meditation. New episodes are released every Monday night at 9 p.m. You can find more information about the poet you heard on today's episode on our Instagram. Thanks to Diet 75 Music for the intro music and check out more on Instagram at Diet 75. I'll hope to see you again next week. Cheers. Cheers.